Okay, you good? Okay, so let's go back. I had a lot of uh, fascinating questions we're trying to address. This is just the luxury of being able to point out some of the famous hakirs in Asad de Chalesa So we just had the opportunity, and we were discussing, before we go back to the Rashi we're trying to answer, we're discussing whether or not a mamzer, the Mechazchinuch is discussing whether or not a mamzer can marry somebody who's Kshera Bakal, which is normally in his Daraisa, if he has nobody else. And the Mechazchinuch says, no, you can't. You can't use Asdech say because temporarily it doesn't have somebody, even though it's very difficult and extremely difficult. It's in theory possible, and therefore you can't do it. That was the Mechazchin. He says, Tell the Mechazchin, Can you stam, take a baguette of Samer and tie in Pishtin because you don't have it now? Or do we say, Somebody has it, go figure it out. And the case of Matzah with Chodesh, which we're going to get back to in Mitzvah Shem in a few minutes, is even more complicated because the part I'm going to show you in the Arsameach is the fourth Mahalach. He has four Mahalachim there, and they're very different. There's Yishalmi that talks about the matzah with Tevel and Mechadosh, and Yishalmi seems to say it's okay with us, and in this fourth Mahalach, which I'm showing you, where he says it does not work for the same reason, ties it in with the Beis Yisif, that, and he takes Yisham and he answers it up and he says Yisham is talking about something else where there's nothing available because nothing was mutter yet in the Chodesh because they had all the grain that grew for 40 years all day in the Midbar. Fascinating. That's the part we're not going to see inside. But he deals with Yisham he says that was special. They really had no access. There was no grain anywhere in the world. Which will debunk a little bit we were discussing last night is that in theory you could have it even though it's kemat impossible or if it's so impossible or improbable then basically would agree. That that terrorist is going to sound like Beis Yisif would agree if it's very, very difficult. So Rabbi Yehuda and Beis Yisif might be closer together. So we'll go back to that in a few minutes. I just a few people asked me after the shear with the mamzer, is it pushed? You could be Yitzi if you have if somebody has a child who's a mamzer. So let me just read to you. I didn't make another copy because it's just one line of the Mishnah. It's Chav Bezman Alf and Yevamis. The Diak is in the following. The Mishnah says Mishi Yeshla Ach Mikamakam Zelkik Hazeshes Ochiv LeYibum. So what's Mikamakam? Any brother. So what's Mikamakam Latsuya? Maya Rabbi Latsuya Mamzer. The Gemara goes to talk about that Mamzer is considered an Achiv. The Gemara says, what's the Chiddush is? Of course, that's Achva. And it talks about uh, being Yetzi. Other things that Mamzerim. Problem is, is that you can't really bring a ride from the Sugya that a person be Yetzi with a Mamzer if the Mamzer was created by Avera, like the regular Mamzer, Bal and Erva. Because I'm going to be talking about a mamzer marrying a mamzeris, which is mutter, and the mechazinah holds it's a mitzvah pruvu. So it's not really an ironclad raya that a person is yet with a mamzer, but the peskim seem to say that a person would be even if the mamzer is created by avera. And then the question is, why is it not a mitzvah above avera? Certainly can't say asadechalesa say, because problem number one of our three tiritzim is that. Most seem to say, seem to agree that you don't say Asadech say when Lose has a Chiv Kari, so it means it's based in, which would do away with the Kishuf Shailah, we're doing Kishuf uh, with a level of Kishuf, it means it's based in. So why isn't it a mitzvah above Avera? How can you be a to the mitzvah? So some say a Mahalach, there's a very interesting Lundus, the mitzvah above Avera is when you have a Chalais of a mitzvah that you do when you pick up like a Lulav, you hear a Shafer. So then the Misa has to be 
kosher and there's a psula mitzvah bava vera. If it's result oriented and everybody agrees, Rosh Weiss and one of his shtiklach argues this, and I think many agree to this yesoid. If it's result oriented, whether you hold that it's the ma'isa mitzvah or the result in Peruvu, which is the machalik, the mechaz chinuch, and the ramaisha, the mechaz chinuch holds that it's the ma'isa, ramaisha holds, uh, sorry, ramaisha holds it's the trying, we'll call it, easier to understand that way. And Haraya, it's not up to you. So, how can there be a mitzvah of approval on you? It's not up to you. You've got 20 girls, there are 20 boys. It's not up to you. And all this all is not a kasha. It's not up to you. No, the many mitzvahs are not up to you. What if you live in a place you don't have a luminous? So, it's like a That's not a very fascinating debate, but it's not going over here because if it's the trying, then that's the mitzvah mitzvah, then why isn't it a mitzvah of Bavera? So, he wants the taina that everybody agrees it's also a to the result. So therefore, it's unlike Shefer and Lulav. The fascinating as far as here, but Lamaisa Mechasin does hold that Amamza is Chayiv and Pruvu, which I think Hashkafigli is certainly going to be one of the most challenging mitzvahs, as we mentioned last night. Yes? Either it's Ruach HaKadosh Nevoah or Apsaka Rasha. The reason there's a need for a Rasha, the reason there would have been a Nevoah by Esther Amalka and by Yal Ishashever Akeni is because there was a threat to all of Kalah Yisrael. So we can explain the Psak. You still need somebody to pass in the Shailah. Certainly by Sisra, Mechadesi was on the run. Mechadesi is a threat still to all of Kalah Yisrael. Esther wasn't immediate. It was 11 months from now. She still needed a Psak. Over here, the guy's running away. So that's going to be the main terrorist that we have is the guy's running away, so he's running away. So you'll catch him next year, catch him the year after. You won't catch him. You tried. That's going to be the main terrorist we get back into now is that if you have other choices, you can't use say, which is why Rashi didn't bring it up. And the Chidosh Gemara is Kishuf is the rare example where you can actually do it and you can do it for other practical reasons, which we're going to get back to. But that's the Chidosh over here. That's going to be the terrorists. Your kasha was, why didn't Rashi mention either it's a or it's a heksha mitzvah if they're just trying to undo his spell. Tariya Evan holds if that's the only way to do it, then you're okay. But that's, uh, that's debated in the Echorina man's shayla, is this normally a heksha mitzvah, just circumstantial. And the main answer is going to be, what we're going to see now in the Osameach, is at least in his fourth mahalach, that if it's something that could be done under normal circumstances and you just have a problem accessing it, so that's your problem, temporary problem. So the guy's getting away. So they'll, they'll arrest him again. It's not double jeopardy if you arrest somebody. If it's Chai Misa, they paskened already. Of course they're supposed to arrest him. Double jeopardy is when it happens to be that, I don't know, as an Akum, thinking of the court system and the rules and regulations, which we're in a couple of weeks going to get back to in Shabbos afternoon with Dinah Mechusadina happens to land at a time when nothing's going on in this country about the Nebuchadnezzar. Isn't that amazing? There's nothing going on about the courts or anything like that. It's going to come in handy to figure out what the parameters are. But why would they come up with a din of double jeopardy? It happens to be it. Lahabdol, it's a gzair sakasif. You can't, if you pot them, you can't bring it back. I just want to know where they got that from. Some Galach was learning Sanhedrin once, and he, uh, well, he like, what? I, <laughs> it's like funny. Like, I never would, the guy's, Guilty, he's guilty. If Ted by Mishra attacked, do bring him back. That wouldn't be a. But is there it, is such a concept, yes. Is a hula hagezel an example of 
Yes, so that says the whole taste over there. Why they need a separate pasuk? It should be a psalm mitzvah of Avera. Is the psalm mitzvah of Avera the race of Rabbanon? That's that taste over there in the beginning of the third parak. So the mamzer issue is a number of issues. How can you, if they're producing a mamzer, how can they be yet approval? It's mashma for the Gemara. They are. It's not exactly beferish. But let's go back to the Yosemech where he talks about this Yosoid. And it's in your copy, page three of your four-page copy. And again, I put the bracket a few words in, but this is a fourth mahalach within the first three. Do not agree. This is perhaps the biggest chiddush that a guy stuck. He doesn't have any matzah. He wants to be yet to miss the rice of matzah, and all he has is chadash, which wouldn't happen today because they usually use yashon when they bake matzahs. But it happened. So why shouldn't that be a classic, good example of an application of say, What's the problem? So the problem is going to be what we introduced, and that is if there's matzah somewhere available you just happen not to have, you didn't do enough preparations, or maybe you did, but you thought you did, and it's circumstantial, so we're not going to apply He's going to prove in this fourth mahalach that it's only something that's inherent that every time it comes up you have to come on to Shatness, which is when you have a linen garment, you put it on already. Arbor Confess, now it's Chayev. Somebody from that corner was asking that last night, wasn't it? Just take it off. The answer is, nobody holds him with you. You're wearing Arbor Confess now. And you can't put linen strings on. You can put seven out of eight, or six out of eight, or four out of eight, depending which sheet you hold, but the Chayev has to be on wool. So that's going to be classic Asad Dechel. Let's say there aren't too many examples of this in Shas. He's going to quote most of them. Anybody remember the second example? It's in Mesach the Shabbos. If you don't remember it, You'll think about it for a minute because he's going to get to it. But there are, when you see the example, you're going to understand there are not going to be too many in this category. What? Correct. That's correct. So the Tarasa is on the Makamamila. They can't say, well, uh, figure it out. What do you figure it out? There's no other place to cut. <laughs> you can't do the Mila somewhere else. And this is where Tarasa is. So we're going through all the cases of Chas. He, he's going to bring his Israel. Why are you only listing these? Interesting, funny cases. The answer is because maybe all the other cases are out of bounds. It's a big shot. The other Mahalchem within the Shagas Arye, uh don't agree with this. He's, this, is a, this is a different Mahal, but we already saw this uh, last night. Uh, Remez of this. Dim ain't love, but you see at the bottom paragraph from page three, second column. Dim ain't love, matzah shalata asal lecha, matzah shal chodosh, ashal iser acher. Mishum da amrina, da asi asi dachalese say. When do we have this klal, this kula? And somebody asked me after Shir as well, you guys were very uh, top of it last night. Is it Asadecha, let's just say, or is it Hutra? So believe it or not, that's a very good shayla, and the tomb Hutra Batsiba Tuchuya, it's a similar shayla. You'd think from the Lashon, Asadecha, let's just say, that it's only Tuchuya. And Beferish and many Achrainim that it's Hutra, not Tuchuya. And you have a Gemara that talks about tumma. It's going to be the same. The Lushan is not always indicative, even though we never heard anybody in Yeshiva say, I say, Titcha, uh, and uh, what's the other? Uh, not Mat, uh, yeah. <laughs> we could make up Lushan. I have to think of what the, Like, you look at the guy, you ask him to leave Shir, he's odd. Uh, but he's not odd, he might be right. <laughs> so, why? So, I'm just putting that in just for a future reference in uh, future Sugyas. You need at least one, two, or four strings of wool if you have real tchelis. It's got to be on wool. 
normal circumstances. Hopefully, it's some matzah that tear around somewhere, except maybe when they came to take the stroll. And that might be the Yishami's case, as he's going to say later. He doesn't have access to it. And notice he says Harbe. See, he's building up his defense of uh, another shot in the Yishalmi that if nobody has access, it's come out possible or highly improbable, then we would apply it. So it's a question of degree. And by the way, in Shabbos, the debate which we had in Shir here about a year and a half ago, when Pairafu Abishabis is Chilo Shabbos Mendi, I think you were asking this last night, is Chilo Shabbos Duchuyahutra. It's the same Shaila. Everybody holds, if there's any chance whatsoever of risk of life, we don't take a chance. Well, it sounds like Hutra. And yet, one of the many famous examples, probably the most famous, is Amir Lakum. If you had an Akum, and he was Rizus Dick and very on the ball and gets the job done and everything. Is there a Mailan using him rather than doing his device to yourself? So in theory, I always repeat this disclaimer because some person are hesitant to even say this because people might hesitate. So don't hesitate. If there's nobody there and it's not very obvious he could do as good a job or better, don't even think about it. But Lamai said, what's the tzad in theory to ask a guy? The answer is, it's Tuchuya, not Hutcher. But that's Machalik Zushayna. So... Similar to this. So it's a question of degree, and he's saying there's heta somewhere, maybe you should have done more research and buy your matzah like more than 10 minutes before Pesach. I never forget, I was standing on Avenue M. That's in Flappish, which is in Brooklyn, for all those who are looking at me, like, where's that? Which is in New York. Uh, so I was standing on Avenue M and Ocean Parkway, right next to the shul, and I was walking into shul from Incha, Erev Sukkis. And I try to get to Mincha a little bit earlier, so I could say Ashray. I do that once in a while before people start asking Shailas. And I don't know, I couldn't remember more than 20 minutes before it's my Mincha. And Avenue M is the Avenue M stop by the F train. Anybody recalls? And I saw a guy wearing a yarmulke get off the train. He's coming up the train, he's three blocks down at McDonald. Get off the train, he's walking up. And on the corner of Oshabak and Avim, the last Meicher is like folding up his table with his Abraminim because it's late and how much money can you make already? <laughs> he's got to get home. I don't know when he plans on taking a shower. Maybe he took one the year before or something. Uh, he's folding up his table and the guy runs up and says, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Do you have anything left? It's 20 minutes before Yantu. And he said, yeah, yeah. Well, you need an extra one? He said, what extra one? He says, this one you get bargains. I looked at him, he's not a bad person, just a little clueless about Avedis Hashem. No, you don't wait for a bargain and buy your Abraham in 20 minutes before Sukkot. So he asked me, why not? You get a good bargain. You might get a good bargain, you might not. You might also have very little choice in what you're buying, and you might be buying something that everybody else rejected for a good reason. So I'm probably preaching to the converted, but you couldn't do that unless the train was on schedule and you knew that you have 20 minutes, plenty of time to spare, and you're just getting off from work. And he could pick himself up a good bargain. I was hoping, I, I heard the exchange as I was walking the door, I couldn't believe it. The guy said, oh yeah, you want a chinuch set? He says, what chinuch? He says, I'm over by mitzvah. <laughs> okay, you know, the good news is he's buying Abraminim. I always like to look at the bright side of things, but that's not a way to do it, Vedas Hashem. You have to, I'm, I'm the guy, I don't know who the guy was, never met him again. Uh, I might hear from him after this year, but... Uh, <laughs> 
Adam Nagatschus said he meant to get and he did. He got one for $800 with a pitum and he dropped it on the train. Uh, there are probably some other excuses. And Baruch Hashem, the guy was still there. I'll be down the Kavschus. But that's what the Shagazari is talking about over here. It's the guy probably didn't try hard enough because there is availability of matzahs. That's his problem. Doesn't tell you exactly how hard he had to try. But La Fouque, there's nothing around, nobody has any, in which case he would agree. I'm going to hold the base of the Greece Rabbi Ruchim that you would use Asadech said there. That's what he's describing. First word line. And he didn't access it, didn't prepare, and even if he tried, but not hard enough, and therefore we don't say He says, Look at the Gemara, look at the case of the Gemara of where you do say Second famous example. There's no other way to do it. Remember the Sugi over here, they're talking about the Ainus and. It's a chiv yilavim. There's a chiv to marry her. It's a chiv yilavim. So the Gemara says, "Why should they ask the dechalos?" The Gemara says, "You can't do that because if she says no, there's no chiv." So she didn't say no yet, but she could say no. So therefore, there's no ask the dechalos to say. Me zelase klal vaf anan neimar. So therefore, Shagasaria says, "Hey, charmina da ase ase v'dechalos to say." There's no other way around this negat saras. He couldn't find it again. What level he tried? If he mamish can't find it, and in this Mahalach, he holds that this far makes a lot of sense. So therefore, our Kishuv people, going back to Rashi, so Basin is about to kill him, and all of a sudden, he turns into a butterfly, and they can't catch him. So it's the oldest trick in the book, after the frog. And they want to kill him. So what are they going to do? So if they turn him back into a person, then they kill him. But the Shittim Gabetz over there, as we saw, holds the Rashi is learning that they're killing him with Kishuf. At the same time, undoing his Kishuf, if he turns himself into a butterfly, I made up that example, or he's running away and we're going to get him. So, we kill him, we kill him, but we want to do the mitzvah and we don't want him to escape. So, Shach Zahir would say, you can't do that because he's running away. So, you'll catch him tomorrow, the next day, the next day, you won't catch him, you will catch him. It's possible to do this mitzvah anyway, so you can't do it right now, so you can't do it right now. Which is why the Gemara has to come on to the special lima, not Asadechel, as I say. The Kishav has the exception that you could do it for a good reason. And we're going to now go back to examining what's a good reason. So, so far we have Tesis. To learn it as a dying to Paschal the Dins, you don't kill the wrong guy. That's more obvious. Rashi says to Makayim Mitzvah of Mises Basin, which is a Chiddush Mechetesi. The answer is you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. So let's go back. See a single page, because we started reading this Yad Ramah. We read it very quickly at the end of Shir last week. So I want to show you, because this is a big aside in the, in the sugya, and I think this is the answer that's going to answer up a lot of it. So, Yad Ramah, Samach Hesem and Aleph, your single page. And it's the one from last week. And he's going on the Gemara where 
Rabbi Lezer was having tainas on the Tamidim, Rabbi Kiva, you should have learned more, you should have come to learn more. And I have so much to teach you in Haraya. One time we're walking on the way, and just uh, on that walk I was able to teach you the ins and outs of gathering uh, cucumbers, gourds, pumpkins, make them appear, make them disappear. And it sounds like he actually did it, not that he taught him out of a textbook or gave him a Teresh Peh. So take a look at the bracket at the end of the second column. Makshina, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, Echiyavid Maisa, Benetias Kishuim, Abaki Rasa, Vanatanana Isa Maisa Chayiv. It's a capital crime. And we for Akinan, Lislamet Shaini, Kilamar, Kiava, Lagmari, was teaching Rabbi Kiva. Lagmari, the Rabbi Kiva, David. Tamamar, the Pasik says, Lo Sumad Lasas, Kadevas Agayim Ahim. And the reason it says Kadevas Agayim is, as I described it, it's a function of Chukoseim, that it's only when you're doing it to copy them, you're copying their bad habits. But if it's obvious you're doing it for a practical reason, which is necessary either for health, which we'll get to soon, or for a mitzvah, or for a dayan to pask in the din, then it's mutter. Kalamalis, Azbem Lanas, Atzmacha is Asa Katevis Agayamahem, Vatalamid Lahavin Ulehiris. My comparison last week was to the case where they were allowed to be Mesapra Kumi, get that funny Roman Mohawk haircut, to be able to blend in with the Romans and do as the Romans do, to be able to go incognito, to listen up and put their ears to the wall. So when the Senate starts plotting against the Jews, they'll be able to foil the plans. So, all the Acharyanim ask, Manashach, if it directs the Consulforshus, is mutter anyway. I don't need special heter for that. And if it's not dangerous now, then what's the heter? So one of the famous answers the Taz discusses is, is similar to Chalamai, that it's Daraisa, but it's Masul HaChamim. So that needs Hezber. What is Masul HaChamim? Why would Chambi make on some of this? You're dressing up like Romans, and it's not dangerous yet. So there's no Heter Sakhans the Fashas. It could be dangerous. We need people planted in the crowd to bavar and things that might come up later. So still me Shach. If you need that, because over the 10-year period, Rahman San Gazeras, we'd call that Sakhans the Fashas. So then, right there is the Constantius. So we say, well, it's not really for sure it's the Constantius. And really, if this were really us, we wouldn't necessarily do it. But that's where it's Masrul Chamim to gauge. So, what's the answer? So, interesting, the year plus we spent to Chukzaim, we never said this point because the point is becoming a lot clearer over here. The answer is that the Pasik says, don't do it, Kito Avis Hagayim for your covet, for your fun, for your self gratification. But if you're doing it for a very practical reason and it's obvious that this guy is mingling because he has a practical reason for doing it for the safety and security of the Jewish people, that is not a violation of Chukasem. That's a big aside, which explains it more over there and is going to explain a lot over here as well. And he's come out saying that. And I'm going to show you a few examples. If you, as we're speaking, just give this out. We'll go back to the main copy. This you have already on Zoom. It's the main large copy, which will be on for a while. If you don't have it, uh, look back. If you go to page 7, it's the Chuvitz Arashba, page 7. 
And the Chuvas Arashba here is talking about Enyane Kishuv. There should be plenty in the back there. And this sugya, so many chidushim, here we're reading a Chuvas Arashba, and the second word is Efshir. That's already surprising. You have a Rishon talking over here. And he's talking about Sfaraz and other rights, and he says, maybe. Which means everything here is a Chiddush, and it's not Poshit. But I'll show you what he is going to introduce. And this finds its way into Tur, Beit Yosef, and Shulchan Aruch. For us, it's not because we don't know the practical applications of Kishuv, but in the Rishonim, they still had somewhat of a handle on it. And it makes a big difference is it in this Dereis and this application. So... So far, we have in ascending order of Chidushim. To be a Dayan to not a Paskin is the easiest. To Rashi, to do the Mitzvah Daraisa, to get the perpetrator and stop him and kill him. Even though the perpetrator is not armed and dangerous, there's the Chil Shabbos Rebodazar. Now we have some applications. We're using real practical hands on Kishuf to get out of sticky problems in daily life. Now you'll say, what sticky problems are they like? We have a lot of sticky problems. We never had this problem. The answer is because we don't have people casting spells on us. Baruch Hashem, one of the few problems we don't have in modern society. But in the olden days, when people knew what they were doing, it was a big pain. Sometimes it got dangerous. That's Pasha's mood. But it was dangerous, just a big waste of time. And some of these cases are quite pelotic. Now, keep in mind. So, Yaakov, you were asking before. You were asking as well, Avi, about the... Fitting in the uh, Rambam, and Aaron's not here. Uh, so it's for these Gemaras and these types of Gemaras why Rav Yishayim hold that this sounds very real, potent, and somewhat dangerous. And their stories, not stories about plenty of many Reuven walking down the street and somebody turned them into a frog. These are stories about Amorama Tanaim that are household names. It means we know the stories from them. So you can answer maybe one of the one or two of them, but not all of them, and even one or two, and in this short list he's going to have, difficult to answer it up. Obviously the Ram had some halach. Let's see what he says. V'chayin Efshir, second column. V'chayin to get rid of, undo their power. And he's not only talking about Tzachonos Tafashis. Now, I was going to speak outside, so I jumped to the next bracket, but let's just read it straight through, and then I'll, I'll tell you what he's talking about. Vusha Amru, uh, page 7. Vusha Amru, Parakala Basar. Maisa dehi machanusa da'amra milsa v'asartalus finasa. I find that it's pretty interesting that... Um, Besides from the Gemara that he's referring to, which I'll just read to you the two lines that I make a copy of, it's Gemara Chul and Kufheim Abayz. Between this Gemara and what happened a few weeks ago, I never heard of such a thing. I'm not saying what happened a few weeks ago was Kishuf. It wasn't. It was just somebody who didn't know how to drive. But if you know, <laughs> there was a kind of a large ship stuck in the Suez Canal. It always works out. People think I plant the current events just to fit into the sugya, but I had nothing to do with that. It would like cost the world like billions of dollars a day. So I would never do such a thing just to fit into the sugya, and it was not good for anybody when the world economy loses billions and billions of dollars a day. It was a real mess. But you have a very large ship, I think, carrying two thousand containers or something like that, roughly. The largest ship. They built 20 years ago, it's not ancient history, held 5,000 containers. Zehu, that was the biggest of the fleet. 
Now that thing's about four times the 2,000 containers, about a quarter of a mile long, I think. Just picture the size of this. So I would suggest that if you have such a long ship, use your rear view mirror and just drive straight. And I think everybody would agree to that, and I think the captain of that ship would want to do it also, but maybe he's in a state where they legalize certain things and um, he wasn't, uh, it was a little bit cloudy. It's possible. Um, whatever happened there, I'm not here to point any fingers. There are plenty of people around the world who are doing just that, making lawsuits for the next 40 years. And that might, it's a pretty peldic, I It never happened before since the history of Vitzius Mitzrayim and onwards. And uh, I think the canal was built a little bit later, but um, late 1860s or something. But uh, it's, it's a pella. So that was stuck because it just turned the wrong way and it's pretty narrow. This mice over here, I'll read to you the, Lushen, the full Lushen of the two lines he's quoting. Rav Chizda Baravuna. I told you household, household names of Amaron. So Rav Chizda, we have the story from them. Chizda Rabba Ravuna Havika Azla Ba'arba. So they were boarding a ship somewhere near the Suez. Uh, they were in bubble. So connect your body of water somewhere in the Middle East. The story has many lessons on many levels, which I'll mention in a moment. It's gone to the ship. No, so they had, um, I guess, the first class, business class, coach, steerage. I don't know where they went, but they had assigned that seating as you would on any ship or any airplane or any bus. And this uh, fancy lady, Matranisa, like, you know, some wealthy Babylonian or Roman lady, wherever they were, was getting on the ship and she asked to be seated next to them. This happens on airlines all the time, but usually they don't ask. <laughs> it's interesting, this is a Mysore the Gemara. And uh, here, apparently, the ticket didn't say the assigned seat, so she wanted to be proactive. It's not clear from the Gemara why she wanted that. It didn't sound like she wanted to learn or chazar over some sugyas which they probably wouldn't be interested. She's a non-Jewish lady. And I don't know how she was dressed, but probably not up to the uh, first business coach, basic section, seminary section, whatever. She probably was not. And they, in the nicest way possible, um, made it uh, clear that they were in a different section. And she wanted to sit next to them. And they didn't. They went and they moved somewhere else. So they asked the stewardess to move somewhere else. Whatever the case, I'm not, don't draw any conclusions. There's a, I'm mentioning it because it's, I've, hear, I've heard people tell over these stories, and depending on their vantage point orientation, the, sto- the same story is usually completely different depending who you hear it from, which is true in life in general. But when it comes to airline switching seats, depending which paper you're reading, it can be made out that the person who meekly, politely asked if maybe it was possible and you have any way you could sit next to my shrugger, you know, in the nicest way possible, and they'll write it up like some monster boarded the plane and they grounded the plane and there was chaos and there was shooting and screaming and yelling. And we've had cases like this in the past couple of years where people there videoing it said, <laughs> So just know that whatever you're reading as vanilla as plain vanilla or chocolate and chocolate, you first got to find out who's paying for this paper and who's writing it. That's just uh, an important idea if you want to live life for the next hundred years. And yes, it's bedieved, especially if you're in coach, to sit for 10 hours like this next to somebody who might have, in a rush to get to the airport, 
didn't have time to get dressed or something like that. And, uh, you know, there are, these are issues. So there's nothing horrible about asking. You have to be very, very careful people's feelings. And if somebody has an agenda that you don't want to sit next to a lady, you're stam, uh, a racist and uh, whatever other names they'll use, you don't have to not try to protect your Shemayim just because somebody has a, an agenda and a view of you that is not complimentary. With that said, if there's no one to switch with and you can't and there's no way to do it, then there are Stardom Lahakal, obviously, you ayan the chuvas that talk about being on a crowded F train before you get off at Avenue M and what to do with it. And uh, that's a part of it. But I, sometimes you hear about these stories, these stories that people come, they, the answer is they have their opinion of what this is, what this isn't, and how important this is, and that from their opinion, they paint and describe the story. So they're two very different conclusions. So with that very not-so-ambiguous uh, description of it, so I'm going to get calls from both sides after this year. Uh, how can it be mutter? How can it be us? But there's, uh, there's what to discuss in this situation. It can't always be done, but you can't say it can't be asked. I thought and sometimes people are actually very accommodating. And uh, no, you know, you'd like to sit next to your, your wife or your brother or that guy. It's... Sometimes people actually cooperate. The reason it's getting to be less and less is because the environment is so toxic. You can't say anything without being, in their view, so politically off that nothing gets done. So, yeah. Uh, just something I heard in regards to this effective strategy. Just to open up. Uh, so from a guy on a plane, the guy is sitting next to a woman, he wanted to switch. He got up, he pulled out a $100 bill, and he said, and he went over against someone who was in the seat that was good, and he said, I'll pay you $100 to switch. Five seconds. That's a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of getting things done in general, right? And nobody had political views and everything is fine. Yeah, I like that story. Okay. It's worth it just for that. Did you, everybody hear that in the camera or whatever? It doesn't have to be $100. You can start with a 20. You can use $1,000 bills. They make $1,000 bills. Uh, whatever it is. But yes, $100 bills for 10 hours. If you amortize that over 10 hours, that's in higher mathematics $10 an hour to be able to concentrate on your learning and your brochus without worrying about any issues of anything being uncovered or any conversation that you not want to get into or something like that. Yeah, that would be... Um, uh, I think you should maybe at various airports or maybe certain airlines, maybe you could put in somebody should give out $100 bills. That would actually be a <laughs> good idea. Not give them out for free. I mean, just change them from the larger amount. We'll have a gamma for $100 bills. <laughs> so anyway, the point is they weren't interested and for good reason. And she was, turns out, the next line, she's a machashif, machshefa, in the female version. So they probably also saw, maybe she wants to sit next to them to, to start trouble, whatever it is, they don't want to sit next to her. And at that point, she got very angry, and she said, abracadabra, and the entire ship froze and didn't move. Now, that was my preface. You could do that without Kishuv, just make a wrong turn in the Suez Canal. I'm not saying that, that what happened recently was Kishra. I just found it very interesting. I never heard of a ship getting stuck. And the low, but this Gemara talks about, she stopped it, and there was nothing in their way. They didn't hit a whale or a shark. They weren't stuck on a sandbank, and it wasn't the Suez Canal. But it wasn't moving. And everybody's getting very annoyed. It wasn't stuck on the either, but getting very annoyed. The Gemara's going to go on to say that they knew a little bit about Abracadabra also, and they used Kishra and got the ship moving, so they can get to where they're going. It's a bit of And the Rashba wants to know, why is that mutter? So the ship isn't moving very quick. So what? And when they had clipper ships and there was no wind, the sails didn't work. So why is that Matar Kishuf? I'll let you think about it over the night. If you have any flights in between then, uh, 
Ask Javi for $100. I'll give it to you.